0: Hey y'all, I'm Brooke Hoover, a Louisiana native, actor, writer, and comedian. I've lost 100 pounds through diet and exercise, or shall I say, lifestyle changes. My 20 year and counting health journey has taught me that just like taking a diet pill for weight loss, body positivity doesn't magically happen overnight. I'm working on regaining my self-esteem and rekindling my love affair with Cajun and Southern comfort food in a healthier way, all the while juggling eating as clean as I can, reestablishing myself in the entertainment industry, which as we know is historically fat phobic, all the while showing my inner fat girl some love. That's fat with a PH, pretty hot and tempting. Let me tell y'all a tale or two. In honor of my mama Leona's birthday this week, the week that I'm recording this, actually November 16th is her birthday to be exact, this episode is for her. It's for all the grandmas out there, all the, memas, the mamas, the mammas, the memes, the cc's. That's what my little cousins call my aunt now, who's a grandma. It's for all of them, the bubbies, um, all the grandmas out there who inspired us and taught us lessons that we carry on to this day. So if you're lucky enough to have at least one grandma, you'll know that, or grandma figure, grandmotherly figure, you'll know that the lessons they teach us are worth their weight, not just in gold, but like in platinum. While I became really, really, really into health and wellness when I got sick and tired of being sick and tired from polycystic ovarian syndrome. I know I had it in me all along, and that was thanks to Momo Leona. See y'all she had a natural remedy for everything, and usually that natural remedy involved garlic, like a lot, a lot of garlic or good old fashioned plain yogurt. Back in the 1980s, she was so ahead of her time, but also like old school, like because, you know, like old schools ahead of their time. You know what I mean? Because she had like a private masseuse come over to her house and she would do massage and acupressure on Momo. Momo did acupuncture. She got like those little seeds, those acupuncture seeds in her ears that would help with things like anxiety or curbing your appetite, things like that. And Momo would constantly make sure that my poppy, her husband, who's, um, he was pre-diabetic. She was always keeping his sugar in check with healthy food. And she was like sucking the bones on fried chicken because it's good for you, baby, which basically means Momo was paleo after like the real paleo cave people, but before paleo bone broth became bougie. So while I know it's like a legend and tall tales and a, maybe a stereotype is a better word that grandma's bake sweets and cupcakes and things like that the sweetest thing that my momo had at her house was cool whip and that was often kept in the freezer and oftentimes the tub of cool whip wasn't even cool whip after all it was the tub was upcycled also momo was ahead of her time in that sense it was upcycled and the cool whip container now contained frozen red beans When I was in school and got sick, it was Momo who would call my mama and ask what exactly I was sick with. And Momo would bring over soup or some concoction of sorts for me to drink. And I tended to get sore throats a lot. I had tonsillitis until I had my tonsils removed. I also tended to get UTIs here and there when I was younger. And it was Momo, not the doctors, not the urologists, who made my mama and I put an end to those perfumed bath cubes. Y'all remember those? Those were out way before Lush was a thing. And I'm sorry, I totally agree with Moma because that can't be good for your private parts, aka your chunky. And it was Moma who insisted on having sheets on the mattress. I mean mama kind of insisted on it too, but Mama was very regimented. I guess for some reason when I was sick, I liked to take the sheets off the mattress because it had like a nice silky kind of satiny sheen to it and I would like rub myself all over it. And Mama would come over and be like, Brooke Ann, you better cover yourself. You're gonna get particles in your chunky. And again, if y'all didn't catch on yet to what a chunky is, then you clearly need to spend some more time with my family and I or listening to the this podcast, I'll just let y'all guess it sure as hell isn't the candy bar. So while my mama was really into health food, It was her friends who actually owned the workout table place that I talk about in a much earlier episode called Flippin' Tables. She did allow me the occasional trip where we wouldn't be going to the workout table place. We would go to McDonald's or Burger King to play in that kind of indoor fish bowl of a playground thing for hours on end. And I'd make her act like she was locking me. I would be the Hamburglar up in jail. And y'all remember that kind of circular shape Burger with the bars that was like hamburger jail. Anyways, so Momo probably allowed us to go to the fast food joints because at the playtime I could like get my exercise and exercise is good for you. So Momo told me that while she knew I loved playing in the playgrounds at McDonald's and Burger King. When I got old enough to drive, she wanted me to promise her that I would bring her to Wendy's because at the time with their baked potatoes, they were like the healthier of the fast food joints. And I told her, "But Momo, I don't I'm not going to bring you to Wendy's. I want to bring you somewhere much better than there." Momo passed away about 10 months before I got my driver's license, and I wish I could have just done what she wanted and brought her to Wendy's just once because that's how she rolled. She wasn't fancy. She was just a simple soul. The healthy eating guru of our family, Momosh. she contracted a virus at a conference in Florida, which affected her heart. Momo got congestive, congestive, that's a hard word for me to say, congestive heart failure, which she learned was also what the lady in that movie Beaches had. Y'all remember that movie with Bette Midler? And I remember one year Momo wrote us all notes. It was Christmas time. Momo didn't think she would live beyond that Christmas. And at the end of every note that she wrote us very specifically and personally, she signed it, you are the wind beneath my wings. And I cannot listen to that song without bawling my eyes out, y'all. But... Momoa defied the odds, and she lived about five Christmases beyond that. And all the doctors said it was because she was really religious with her health and her wellness regimen. And in fact, the doctors were kind of shocked by it. And when Momo passed away, like I said, she was a simple woman. And she didn't have a lot of jewels or anything super valuable, like in terms of pawn shop valuable, All I wanted of hers was some of her Franciscan wear, the the desert rose print, which is the same as the casual dishware that Jackie Onassis had in the White House. And, I wanted Momo's handwritten recipes, and I most especially was hell-bent on getting Momo's copy of Rodale's Encyclopedia of Natural Home Remedies, which I still have. It still has dog ears and highlights, and it now resides on top of my refrigerator with my other cookbooks. And if y'all are itching to know, we'll get to it, itching, pun intended, one or two of my Momo's best natural remedies, well, whoop, here they are. So the first one is this. A few years ago, I was traveling in Dominican Republic and like this weird bug bit me and it started to like grow this weird bug bite uh like hump thing. And I had no anti-itch cream, but I did have salve for my lips and a capsule of Benadryl. So boom, homemade anti-itch cream because Momo was like big on salves and like making things with them. Like if you didn't have Neosporum, Momo for some reason always had antibiotics just Around the house, and she would like make them into pastes and use it on a cut or something like that. So that's where I got that trick of using the Benadryl when I was um, basically SOL for any sort of anti itch cream in Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic. But one of my most favorite natural remedies is this. So if you have this works for females, men you might have to apply it a little bit more topically. So if you have a yeast infection. You get one of those kind of natural, more hippy-dippy kind of tampons, you know, the kind that you get at Whole Foods, Target has them, and you soak it in a paste that you're going to make of plain yogurt and in which you've opened a capsule of acidophilus. Remember, that used to be like the go-to probiotic, like the probiotic we can all name and point to back in the day. Still works. Acidophilus, plain yogurt, dip the hippy-dippy tampon in there and insert that bad boy, well, you know. That's where the chunky comes in. And it works better than any cream you could buy at a pharmacy. And if y'all don't believe me, I once had a yeast infection, something fierce, at one of my best friends. Actually, well, th- both best friends were getting married at a wedding in Massachusetts. And I had I went to pharmacy to pharmacy buying different creams. And at the end of the day, making this crazy concoction at the hotel and using it was the only thing that worked. This may be TMI. But honestly, I do hope that it helps people. I I know it sounds weird to say that every time I get a UTI or a yeast infection or a bug bite or any sort of sickness or any sort of wellness, honestly, if I have any wellness moment, I'd like to think anytime I record this podcast, I think of Momo. Momo wouldn't be offended at all that when I think of a yeast infection, I think of her. I think she'd be honored. It was Momo, Momo Leona, who would watch me tap dance and do little shows for hours on end when all my other relatives, including my dogs, had, had grown tired of me. It was Momo's cute little handmade outfits I borrowed and wore as costumes when I was cast as the mayor's wife and Bye Bye Birdie in a high school play. And it was Momo who sat front row laughing her butt off and probably peeing her pants a little. We, we all get it honest. Night after night as I did my pratfalls while I was the mayor's wife, Edna, watching Conrad Birdie sing. I could still remember Momo's face laughing at me. In my early teens, around that same time, Momo encouraged me to follow my dreams. But she also, uh, being an actor and creator, writer, but she also used to say to me, Brooke, please be a cardiologist so you can cure other people like me. And as we know, I didn't become a cardiologist. I don't even play a cardiologist on TV yet. I became an actor. I still feel kind of guilty that I never pursued that route to try to help people in that medical way. And a few years ago, when I was working privately with my acting coach, my acting coach had me travel back in time in my mind to visit a relative. And Momo instantly came to me. And Momo told me that, yes, I wanted you to be a cardiologist. But she knew that what I was doing, what I'm doing now, acting, comedy, telling tales, writing, jack of all trades, that that was also valuable. That was also good for people's hearts. And that she wasn't mad at me at all. I know I'm getting verklempt here. I know this all may sound very cheesy and woo woo, but I think it's the way we have to process the afterlife. I think it's the best way to honor those who have gone before. Mama would have been 90 years old this week. And I'd like to think that if she hadn't gotten that virus in Florida, and if it hadn't affected her heart, she would definitely, she was definitely doing all the things right, all the healthy things right, to live to 90 or well beyond. But y'all, who knows? Who knows? Regardless, the health and wellness path that Momo was on, the health and wellness path that I'm on, It gives me purpose. And if that keeps you healthy and well for as long as you're intended to be here, so be it. Wow, I apologize that I'm getting all sorts of emotions, but I know y'all feel me. I know my listeners, that sounds so weird, my listeners. I know y'all listeners out there feel me on this. That's why you're here. That's why we're here together. And I, I just know that while I didn't become a cardiologist or while any of us didn't maybe become what our grandparents may have wanted us to become, we are still carrying on their memories somehow. I'm carrying on mine through health, wellness, and most importantly, humor. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Now go out today and do something to honor that person who might be your grandmother, grandfather, that figure in your life who was like Momo to me. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. It is my hope to inspire, uplift, and entertain you with this "Who's That Fat Girl?" podcast. So, if you're hungry for more, you can book me to speak or perform my solo show that inspired this podcast, "Fat Girl Costumes," written by yours truly and directed by Brian Lady at your virtual or in-person event. Please visit brookehoover.com/fluffybuttproductions. Or email me at contactbrookhoover at gmail.com for more info. And let's follow each other on Instagram. I'm at Brooke Hoover. And the O's in my name are not the letter O, they're zeros. Not because I want to be a size zero, but because I guess I'm just so clever with my late 90s Yahoo self. And if you like this podcast, which I really hope you do, please give me a five star rating and write a review on Apple Podcasts. And most importantly, Share this with your friends, family, and other people you may know who are as fat as we are. That's fat with a pH.